Maybe it's just in America, but it seems that if you're passionate about something, it freaks people out. You're considered bizarre or eccentric. To me, it just means you know who you are. Hello and welcome to episode 490 of Under the Cull of MS. We are coming upon the 500th episode here pretty soon. This is a normal Tuesday comics and MS health episode. A little bit of this, a little bit of that. And uh, that was a quote from Tim Burton, who does lots of bizarre stuff, which we enjoy. Uh, but we're going to talk about some comics and then get, did I ever mention that I did see, I don't know, I might as well just mention it just because I might have forgot to ever talk about it, but I did, the last movie I did go see was Black Adam. And I've been reading some Black Adam related stuff lately, just trying to get my head around the whole character and the characters surrounding them it went to the movie and i enjoyed it uh some people complain that the character was too flat it's like this guy was buried under the earth for thousands of years and came from a society where you were either one of the few that controlled everything kind of like today (laughs) Or one of the masses of slaves that just woke up, worked in dirt, sand, whatever, all day, and hopefully went to bed at night, maybe with a little bit of something in your belly. Or you just get woke up and got slaughtered because someone just felt like killing someone that day or whatever. But yeah, it's like the guy comes from that type of society is buried for thousands of years just left to think about the life that he did know and you expect him to come blasting out of the earth and just have a comedic entourage of jokes and things to fall back on i mean come on i mean he's gonna be a flat type person because that's the life he knows <laughs> duh <laughs> it's like I don't know why people would expect the character to be all <clears throat> up to date on lingo and all that type of stuff. And, but I really enjoyed the movie. Well, not really enjoyed. I enjoyed the movie. Uh, I did not know that all these other characters were going to be part of the movie. I don't, spoiler alert if you haven't seen the movie, but yeah, there are. Some characters that got me into reading some Dr. Fate stuff, which I was really happy to see him in there because I, he was my sorcerer from my childhood. It's like when I think of superhero sorcerers, Dr. Fate's one of the few. Uh, Dr. Voodoo was in a lot of stuff that I dealt with back in the day and stuff. Uh, but yeah, Dr. Strange, I did not follow didn't really care for that character that much in my childhood 
So I didn't know too much about him. And I always liked the Dr. Fate character. He was interesting and just like, just kind of just dealing with that demon, that helmet. And uh, I was happy to see him in the movie. I would, would like to see a lot more of the character, but I don't know if we'll, we will get that down the road or not. Uh, the Justice Society was not anything that was heavy on my list of things that I read in the far past. Justice League was more pronounced to me than Justice Society, but Justice Society was always that unique group that that unique thing that you heard about and seen and would pop up and it's just the oddball different type of characters that you I don't want to say more like a B class character but just characters that you didn't hear as much of uh, but I wish we would have I would have rather heard more of them than some of the ones that we heard about in the Justice League. Uh, but this was enjoyable. Uh, if you haven't checked it out, hopefully you get to. I don't know if we'll see a crossover with the Black Adam character and the Shazam character, which... They come from each other's world. So it's like, I'd like to see something like that, but not sure what the future has to offer. He's got, we got so many things coming out. And I mean, Christ, they already got the lineup for the next three years laid out, and they're not even touching on some of the ones I want to see. So I don't know if we will get the opportunity to see certain things or not. But but yeah, got to go to that movie, went with a group of friends, and it's weird because when you buy your ticket, you can pick your seat, and for some reason, we had our group in a row, and one person decided to sit next to me, don't know why. You would sit next to someone that's already, you see someone already has a seat, why you'd pick that seat. Unless that's a special spot you like in the theater, but it's not like we were in the middle of the theater. So you would have been middle row, but not in the middle of the theater, which I could see that. But the last movie we went to with the group, I got stuck with a dumbass dad that didn't know how to take care of his kid who sat there just kicking my leg or and climbing on my left shoulder kicking my left leg climbing on my left shoulder being loud obnoxious annoying didn't want to be there didn't want to see the movie it was too young for the fucking movie it was jurassic park it's like why are you bringing a kid that age to a movie like this and yeah it's the kid you heard throughout the theater ended up being the one sitting next to me. I wanted to just elbow the little prick (laughs) and smash his head into his seat so he'd sit still, but that's not my position. It's his dad's job to take care of his little ass. Uh, 
And his dad just sat there, stuffing his face, watching the movie every now and then, telling the kid to settle down, but never taking care of any of it. And it's like, everybody's like, well, why didn't you just snap? Why didn't you go off on him? So if I would have, I would have ended up in jail because I'm not the father of the kid. Parents will get the upper hand when the cops show up. They aren't going to listen to me. Long-haired, tattooed guy. <laughs> Just beat the shit out of some kid's dad. It's not going to go well for me, I know, from my past. Where I'll end up, so... Yeah, I just left things go. And we did this movie, and this guy decides to sit next to me. Apparently, someone that wanted to... that. Some of the people that from our group knew, so I don't know if they told them that they were going to the movie, and they that's why he ended up picking the seat next to me, but there was lots of room in the theater, and this guy just sat there, had a huge, a, a huge popcorn and a big box of some type of candy, and he's just, the whole freaking movie, before the movie and the whole movie, just stuffing his face. Just eat handful after handful of popcorn. Then he just shaked his box of <clears throat> candy in his mouth. And it's like, really, dude? Are you here to watch a fucking movie or are you here to eat? Go to a fucking buffet if you want to pig out. And don't sit next to me and stuff your face. And I'm sitting there. I didn't have my legs up. I didn't have anything. I was just scrunched up and just <laughs> between two people just trying to watch a movie. And Trying to have some enjoyment without, but yeah, could not stop listening to this freaking guy chewing every piece of food. And it's like, uh, just wanted to wrap something around his head and stuff his <laughs> body under his seat. Uh, but yeah. Next movie, I think I'll just go sit by myself, I guess. <laughs> just, probably best not even to do group movies. It's like when me and my wife go, we get lucky and get an empty theater or maybe one other couple or something like that will be there, one other family. But when we do the group, I always get screwed. So, yeah, I don't know if I'll even do the group thing anymore. Or at least I'll just sit in a different spot. But. I should get to some comics, huh? <laughs> Instead of bitching the whole podcast. But damn it. It's like I paid to enjoy this freaking movie. I'm not eating or drinking anything. And I gotta listen to this shit all day long. It's like most people eat the majority of their crap before the movie starts. It's like they say don't have cell phones going and on. It's like I'd rather see that than people munching crunching and munching all the way through but yeah i placed an order with our alt desire if you haven't seen the video if you did you've seen the goodies that i got but i started reading some of them and we got this little ash can sized version of art baltazar's yogs which is the new format for the Kraynobi characters or cray baby Sorry, I got the hiccups now. My rant set off the hiccups. 
But Cray Baby Cray characters are being brought back as Yags. And this was a fun introduction to them. To them dealing with some little issues around them. Like a giant grill, a bunch of bats, a weird scientist type character. Being an you know, evil being. Uh, some interesting characters in the woods. Just all kinds of fun new characters to me from Art Baltazar, but apparently they're not new to him. He did them years ago, and I just came across the Cray Babies Volume 1 trade paperback that I didn't know I had, so I'm looking forward to reading that hopefully within the next month, but this was fun getting introduced to the new Yogg's characters, and this is called the Cray Tales. I can't wait. I am looking looking forward to anything that Art brings out. He's bringing out tons of stuff, but the only downfall is I know he's working hard. And I know he's loving what he's doing, but I want at least one more commission from the guy. <laughs> I have a bunch of commissions in my head that I want done, but I want at least one more done by him. So hopefully I can at least get that done in the future. But then we checked out Oh Yeah Comics. We had Oh Yeah Comics number 10 and number 12, which is a nice variety of short stories thrown together, single page story, little advertisement parodies, all that about that different artists and writers do with Art Baltazar's characters, Art and Franco's characters. It's just fun watching what they can do with Action Cat and Evil Cat and Brother Bear. We just, there's lots of fun stories in here. Like in the issue 10, it starts out with phoning it in where uh, Adventure Bug gets a little too, too into his cell phone while Action Cat's Stuck dealing with a menace to society. We have a dog or a day in the life of Evil Cat by Franco, which is always fun seeing what is Evil Cat going to do today and what's going to happen to him along the way. They have Action Cat and Adventure Bug in Laundry Lesson where they learn a lesson about doing laundry and it's like these can be one page stories, 10 page stories, whatever, and they just mix and match them and throw them in the books. We have an Evil Cat and Ghost Bug and Monster Cat by Kurt Wood. This is kind of a Frankenstein style story. They have, oh yeah, finally, Oh Yeah Water Park, written by Dave Scheidt and art by Eric Rosner. It's a fun little water park creature effect story. There's Awesome Bear in Listen Carefully by Kurt Wood. Awesome Bear does a bunch of things to save the day. There's another story thrown in here. Let 
but yeah, he's awesome bear. Just happens to hear something and goes to save the day. I don't know why this, okay, this other one does have a thing. I couldn't find the title on it, but it's, oh yeah, Comics Quiet Intermission by Chad Durdowski and Scoot McMahon. Which is, uh, Nice story of kind of a some evildoers in their castle being thwarted by the good characters along the way with all kinds of battles through the wintry wonderland and wintry escapes. And we even get some kind of like Star Wars parodies in this one this story and it crosses over into Santa Claus related story also. We have Chill Out from Vince Doris which is a story about uh, Adventure Bug needing some ice for his drink. There's Death of the Party which has a variety of characters that's having a little excursion in a graveyard. There's Ice Cream Marauders by Alejandro Rosado. And there's just, these are just, there's a lot of different stories in these books. Some have more than others, depending on how many long page runs they'd throw in them. But it's like number 10. Feels about half the size of number thir- number 12. But it's like, you got people like McMahon, Hammond, Wood, Rosado, Mazam, Pavoni, Bowling, Atkinson, Scheidt, Glaskova, Mariano. May, Castaneda, Renza, Schultz, Leto, Setrin, Sutrin, Baltazar, Franco, McMahon, Doris, Wood, Durdowski, Scheidt, Rosner, Pittman, Rosado, Connor, and Roselli. And just so many people with so many of the different, oh yeah, comics characters. There's a Cthulhu story in this one that introduces us to another character we love. From some other books of arts. It just yeah, I suggest getting these. They're great. Perfect for bedtime stories for your kids. They're great for all ages. Tons of fun. And if you love arts, artwork, art, 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 art. <laughs> uh he started up the Bazaar Baltazar Bazaar by Art Baltazar. <laughs> Uh, This is number one of many, I hope, to come. But it basically shows his artwork. And which you can find all this stuff at artbaltazar.com, electricmilkcomics.com, famouscartoonist.com, and then YouTube slash ayacomics.com. But this has... All kinds of his sketchwork, artwork, commissions he did, 
little sketches he's done over the years. And he's just throwing these books together to show them in awesomely in this first book. This first issue, um, let's see, it would be page one, two, three, four, five, six. Ah, it's, I just got jumped on by the cat, so it's kind of hard to control what I'm doing here. But, uh, a few pages in, they have my vampire zombie commission that he art did for me in 2021. That has the little centerpiece of uh, the Walking Dead characters, Rick and Glenn, battling the demons. Uh, if you look close, there's a beaten down Negan that's laying on the ground and stuff. And it's just, I love this uh, commission. And it was a big surprise to me because when I showed off the book on my YouTube video, I had that page open and didn't even know that my commission was on that page. So that was cool to see. There's other things in here that I have bid on or own or have seen or are in other books of arts that I've gotten over the years. And it's just, it's a blast. If, uh, you get a chance, go to artbaltazar.com, pick yourself up a couple things, check them out. He likes to throw in bonuses, so you might get some extras with it, maybe some hand-drawn art cards or something like that. And it's just, it's well worth it. Fun for the whole family. Unless you're not a fun person at heart, then you might not enjoy this as much, but I love any, everything that Art has done so far, and I will keep following him for a long, long time in the future, hopefully, because he's apparently got a ton of fun stuff coming out that he keeps talking about, keeps teasing us about, keeps telling us how busy he is, keeps putting off the commissions, it's like, Personally, I'd rather have him come out with less stuff and do more commissions and paintings because I love watching him do that stuff, uh, especially when it's something that's coming to me. But, yeah, it's... Oh, yeah, Comics Crew is a fun bunch of people, and you can catch him on YouTube. We... Uh, they have get-togethers once in a while with some of the crew. And then there's also the, oh, yeah, podcast with Art and Franco. Many episodes of that you can get on. Art has a uh, famous cartoonist, draws things, famous cartoonist says things. And he has all kinds of different YouTube-style videos out there. So check those out also. I think that's all I'm going to talk about comic-wise today. My cat is just on me and taking over. He doesn't want to share the share my lap with a microphone. And so he's got to have some pet in time. Yeah, a little purrosaurus. 
Mr. Let me kill Meiser. But uh yeah. Check out uh yeah, comics comics <laughs> and all the fun that comes with them. And who knows? Maybe you'll it'll get you into drawing or writing comics and maybe you'll be in one of the future Aya comics books and have your own parody of some of art's characters. It's I hope to do one someday. It's I just bought a new program for drawing on my tablet. And of course my tablet's too old, so I bought the program and I can't use it. <laughs> so unless I feel like forking out 500 bucks for a new tablet, I'm going to have to find some other drawing program I can use that's at least hopefully good enough that I can send something in from it. Or I will have to get a, wait till I get a better tablet over the years. I did get, we did get a new tablet for the wife this past year, so I could see about just using that. But I hate wasting other people's hard drive space by adding all my little things to it. And then I want to use their devices when they want to use them and stuff. That's uncool. So we're going to end this here and we'll get back to you as the health portion right after this. All right. Let's talk about the health portion of the show. What can we talk about today? Uh, as far as my recent doctor visits and everything went, I am changing some things up. I mentioned that I wanted to bring up something down the road. I My heart doctor put me on Ozempic. So I'm trying that. I'm up to the 50 milligram, I believe it is, or whatever. Now I start at 0.25 or 0.25 or something like that. And then I go up to 0.50 and then eventually up to 1. I'm not sure if it's milligram or what it is. But anyways, they put me on that. I'm not sure. I kind of like it because I still have cravings. But what I got to learn is to make my portions way smaller because I'm not, once I start eating, I'm starting to feel full right away. So I didn't change anything with my diet or my routine or anything the first few weeks and I lost 20 pounds and I'm a bigger guy, so that's not hard to do. So hopefully we're going to see more in the future and. We'll go over it down the road once I get, I want to get through basically at least two weeks on the final dosage, whatever it's going to be at, so I can see how my body accepts it. Uh, At first, I was having some issues with nausea, vomiting, just different type of breathing and heart palpitation style feelings and things, but I was also taking other things new at the same time, so I don't really know what was what, but right now, it's alright with me. I'm taking it every Tuesday. I take my injection for the week, 
and I'm also in the process currently of changing my pain, getting rid of the stupid pain patch for the mouth that I got to take twice a day and possibly going on a pain patch for the outer skin that will just, that I'll just have to put on once a week and I guess like every hour it'll inject pain medication into me. I'm curious how this is going to work. It's supposed to be stronger than my Belbuca patches and a lot less work and a lot less hassle and I don't have that stupid film getting stuck to my dentures and falling out of my mouth and peeling off my cheek and all that get stuck and lodged in my throat and burning in my esophagus but yeah so i'll let you know what's up with that too but other than that uh i don't know if i mentioned with my neurology appointment that we went over things my numbers are high and low with certain things that are obvious it's it's just a three-month blood test and we gotta sit there and see what the six and nine month brain those will be the key ones but while i was there we also i got to see a new neurologist that was helping out or just filling in or whatever i don't know he was my regular neurologist was there also and i seen him at the end of the appointment but uh this new one i really enjoyed i liked how he worked with me how he had knowledge about certain things actually had ideas for certain things to try out and i like a doctor that's that will work with you that way and listen to you and actually find things that you're actually looking for and see if he can help you out that way uh and then when we were done with everything it came down to been a while since he had an MRI, so we should probably get one of those done with and without contrast. I don't know why the the order says just brain, why they aren't doing brain and spine. I'm going to double check with them on that beforehand because I don't want to go in for a second MRI because they screwed up and didn't do the spine too. Because a lot of my issues do relate to the spinal lesions as well as the brain lesions, but I can pinpoint certain things that relate right to my spine lesions. So I would like to see how they're doing. If we have any new ones, any of them grew or anything like that, or some miracle happened and they all disappeared and shrunk. But, but yeah, we'll be getting our MRI again and then we'll have a, with the neurologist that they right after that because it's all in the same building so that's going to work out nice basically take out two birds with one stone uh yeah other than that i can't really think anything with my doctors at the moment what's going on i i know there's other stuff but i can't think of it i'm off my cpap at the moment i'm gonna I'm playing around back and forth, just testing out, testing the waters, seeing when I have issues, if it's related to when I'm using my CPAP or not. So I'm going to probably go back to it maybe tonight for another week or so and see what happens from that, see if some certain issues come back. We'll probably let you know about that too. So let's get to 
our health related portion of the show some go over some health related information that i've got in the past such as some health benefits of cinnamon it contains powerful medicinal properties it's a popular spice it's high in cinema aldehyde which is thought to be responsible for most of cinnamon's health benefits Cinnamon contains large amounts of highly potent, potent polyphenol, polyphen, polyphenol antioxidants. The antioxidants in cinnamon have anti-inflammatory effects, which may help lower our risk of disease. I like using cinnamon in oats when I make French toast. And any chance I get to add a little bit of cinnamon to something, I will. Uh, some type of creamy, desserty, coffee type things I like to use it for. Cinnamon may improve some key risk factors for heart disease, including cholesterol, triglycerides, and blood pressure. Cinnamon has been shown to significantly increase sensitivity to the hormone insulin, which may improve blood sugar control. So that's a positive for diabetics. Cinnamon has been shown to reduce fasting blood sugar levels when used in doses ranging from 1 to 6 grams or 0.5 to 2 teaspoons per day. Uh, Cinnamon has been shown to lead to various improvements for Alzheimer's and Parkinson's disease in animal studies. However, human research is lacking, of course. So we got no problem testing on all the animals, but we need the human test to know whether or not shit works. Why don't we test on prisoners and stuff? Hell with that. Prisoners that are on death row sit there and test things on on them instead of animals. Uh, Animal and test tube studies indicate that cinnamon may have protective effects against cancer. But of course, more human research is needed. Cinnamahaldehyde has antifungal and antibacterial properties, which may reduce infections as well as tooth decay and bad breath. Further research in humans is needed, but if it can help with tooth decay and stuff, it's a good thing for people with multiple sclerosis. Uh, Though there is limited research in humans, some test tube studies suggest that cinnamon may help protect against certain viruses. Uh, Though... Cassia, C-A-S-S-I-A, cinnamon is more affordable and more widely available. It's also higher in cormoran, C-O-U-M-A-R-I-N, which can be harmful in large amounts. So Silen cinnamon is a better alternative. It's C-E-Y-L-O-N, which can be found at some specialty stores and online retailers. But yeah, cinnamon's a versatile spice that's associated with a long list of health benefits. So 
why not try it if it can help you with some things? It may be worth checking out. I like using it. I love the flavor of it. So, goes good with lots of foods. Especially baking style items. Uh, some essential oils that you can buy for better sleep. That this, this report tested, I guess. They have... The best essential oil for relaxation is Eden Botanicals High Elevation Lavender Essential Oil. The best essential oil for anxiety relief is Eden Botanicals Roman Chamomile Essential Oil. The best essential oil for improved mood is Vitruvi, V-I-T-R-U-V-I, Bergamol Essential Oil. The best essential oil for skin conditions is Eden Botanicals Virginia Cedarwood Essential Oil. Looks like Eden Botanicals is the winner of uh, advertisers here, I guess. Uh, best essential oil for tension relief is Mountain Rose Herbs Valerian Essential Oil. I'm guessing that runs off Valerian root. Best essential oil for stress relief is Vitruvi Lang Lang, Y-L-A-N-G essential oil it's like i love essential oils right now i just had a, a cinnamon one going it just works wonder wonders for getting a nice little smell throughout the house just drop a few drops on your heater uh filter and when your heater runs it can help circulate it through your household and stuff like that. And it's just, they got lots of good, good options for you out there nowadays with essential oils. And there's so many different types of them that you can pick up. I have a huge variety myself. Some that I can't stand and other ones that I love, but I choose them more for the smell than I do for the effect because I don't know what the effect's going to be of each one. Other than the basic ones like lavender, you always think sleep and stuff like that. But Let's see. Some MS facts that we should know. Multiple sclerosis is a chronic condition. MS affects younger adults and often women. Well, yeah, duh. MS affects everybody. MS can be difficult to diagnose. MS symptoms vary. MS involves relapse and remission. Not necessarily. Uh, there's a cognitive side of MS. MS is a silent disease. It's labeled as the silent disease or an invisible illness. It helps to stay cool, but yet some people have effects of 
with have issues with the cold. Vitamin D plays a big role with MS. Basically, MS is an unpredictable disease that acts differently in each person to help you live with your symptoms today and in the future. Arm yourself with a solid support system of medical professionals, friends, and family. Also, follow the treatment plan that your doctor creates for you. Appropriate treatment can minimize relapses and help you live each day to the fullest. Science is always working to develop new tools and treatments every day that may help aid in symptom symptom reduction which we hope to maybe even hear that there's a cure someday. But who knows? Highly unlikely in my lifetime, probably. All right. If you want to fight MS with a healthy lifestyle, I think a good program that I suggest they have a podcast that you can follow, which is that the uh, I can't remember which I think it might be the living well. podcast or I don't know you can look it up overcoming just go on to overcoming MS if you are interested in doing a diet based uh, lifestyle change for multiple sclerosis this is probably a good one to check out or at least listen to their podcast and stuff where they talk to other members about how overcoming MS, the OMS program has helped you or helped them. Uh, It's basically based off diet, exercise, and changing your life. And they have a lot of different. Yeah, it's the Living Well with OMS podcast. They have a lot of different resources. Uh, program recipes, exercise things, and stuff to guide you. And if you're looking for that, that's probably a good way to do it to at least get yourself started. And it's always, it's sometimes easier to at least start with a program that gives you recipes and shopping list and can help you decide what to pick up. So otherwise, you can be going out, getting things, go to the grocery store, you get home, and you're like, damn it, I need this, this, and this yet. You got to go back, and then you still forget things, or you end up buying shit you don't need because you're wandering around looking for those things that you do need. And it's just sometimes nicer to start out with a little help with recipes and shopping lists and all that crap to get you going along the way. And then, um, some appetite suppressants that might help you that you can try out 
is fenugreek seeds contain galactomonan fiber. This soluble fiber helps reduce appetite by increasing fullness levels, slowing stomach emptying, and delaying carb and fat absorption. I've never heard of that before. A lot of these names I've never really heard of. Glucomanin is one of the most effective types of fiber for weight loss. This soluble fiber forms a vicious, viscous gel which delays fat and carb absorption. When taken before meals, it can help suppress appetite. They have Gymnema sylvestri is a herb that can help decrease sugar cravings. Its active compounds can help you eat fewer sugary foods, decrease sugar absorption into the blood, and even block the digestion of fats. There's Griffonia simplicifolia is a plant rich in 5-HTP. This compound is converted into serotonin in the brain, which has been shown to decrease appetite and reduce carb intake. There's Caraluma fimbriata is an herb that may help decrease appetite levels. Combined with exercise and calorie-controlled diet, Caraluma fibriata has been shown to promote weight, weight loss. This one I can say no problem. Green tea extract contains caffeine and ketoshins. Uh, I need a drink. I'm having a little MS hug attacks again. It's been very common this week. Which can boost metabolism, burn fat, and aid weight loss. Combining green tea extract with other ingredients may decrease appetite levels and reduce food intake. Conjugated linoleic acid is a trans fat with appetite suppressant benefits. CLA has been shown to increase fat burn and block fat absorption. Okay, so I got MS hug issues happening. My ears piercing and stabbing me. Having problems with that right now. I knew I should have tried the fluid again this morning before this, before I did the podcast. But it hasn't really been benefiting me in any way, shape, or form. But I figure maybe long-term use it might benefit. Garcinia Cambogia contains hydroxycitic hydroxy citric acid hca hca has been shown to help increase serotonin levels which may improve fullness levels however some studies show no significant effects from this that supplement yerba mate is a plant known for its energy boosting properties it has been shown to to help increase glucagon like peptide 1, GLP 1, and leptin levels. Both of these compounds may increase fullness levels and decrease appetite. 
And coffee has been shown to decrease appetite, delay stomach emptying, and influence appetite hormones, all of which can help you eat less. Caffeine also has been proven to increase fat burn and aid in weight loss. So you can try those things out if you want for some appetite suppressing ideas. Okay, other than that, I think we're going to end it there because this damn hug is not settling down. And the water sippage is not helping. Holding a cat while you're trying to hold a microphone, podcast, and drink water and all that stuff isn't helping. I think I might have to go curl up for a bit and try and ride this damn thing out and see if we can break some of this pain. So, be good to yourself, be good to everybody else, kick the shit out of the monster, rate, review, tell a friend, take a sip of water, if you got it, we will get back to you again soon, check out our YouTube videos, also under the name, Under the Cull of MS. Yeah, we'll probably be back tomorrow with a Wellness Wednesday episode, maybe. Get through some more of these files and get these computers cleaned up. So be good, behave, we'll talk to you later. Bye.